0: Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with the general manager, Josie Herrick, of the new Hey Hey Club in the Electric District in Kansas City. The new reincarnation of this classic club is now open, and it's bringing in the finest Kansas City jazz musicians to play in this new post-pandemic world. Josie opens up about the club's beginnings, their place in the Kansas City jazz timeline, the future, and so much more. Enjoy this interview. Well, hey,
1: thank you for taking a minute out to talk to us about the new club you know, kind of being a part of the Kansas city jazz lexicon. I appreciate it.
2: Of course. It's my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me on. So, you know, the first thing
1: I got to say is that I really enjoyed the show. It feels good. Um, it's, it's a new incarnation of the Hay-Hay club. So first and foremost, everything that went into that evening, you know, was, even before Adam Larson got on stage was really impressive. And of course, Adam's a Titan. So it's, uh, it's a great club, I, I was very impressed.
2: Great, thank you so much for saying that.
1: So, you know, the one thing from my end of things that just give you a little bit of a, a backdrop, especially now that we're all living through PCSD looking at the calendar saying March 14th, you know, three mm-hmm. years ago, everything kind of turned upside down. But the one thing that strikes me from covering jazz in Kansas City was that there was this fear. And it was it was across the country too. The clubs were gonna close down, And even when things opened up, you know, we were going to be lucky to have the clubs that we had. And in Kansas City, what's happened is most of the clubs, if not all of them, stayed open. And now that things are opening up, clubs are opening up like you. Talk to me a little bit about what it feels like to be able to open a club now and to become a part of this legacy that we have here in Kansas City.
2: Yeah. So the Hey Hey Club um, is obviously a very special place and, Inspired by the original Hey Hey Club that was open in the 1930s. And during the pandemic, the Hey Hey Club actually opened up right before the pandemic started and then almost immediately had to shut down after not even being open six months and were closed for six months. So the club's gone through a couple of different iterations, identity changing, if you will. Um, kinda of post pandemic it was a supper club which featured live music every night. Um as things started opening up more, um we could have more people in there than a very strict supper club could allow. We kinda of did away with the live music and last July we brought it back every Thursday. So obviously the jazz is super important to the Hey Hey Club um at its core. Um So really paying homage to the original Hey Hey Club with our menu, um, being jazz-themed, if you will, um, and having the jazz back in the space on a weekly basis. It's been really awesome to see the community come out and support that.
1: You know, that's the one thing, too. What has been the reception? You know, Adam Larson was there. You have a long list of people that are playing. What has been the overall feeling from the musicians returning and embracing this?
2: I feel like our reception's been very positive. Um, Everyone that comes and plays, like, speaks to how beautiful the space is, how accommodating our staff is to the musicians. Um, We really try to, like, extend our hospitality to them as much as our guests. And I think the reception has been really awesome. I, people, from what I've heard, like really love playing in the space and want to come back. Um, so we've definitely talked about possibly doing more Nights of Live music, but we're just sticking with Thursdays for now until we really gain a lot of traction, you know? You
1: know, the one thing, too, is is that, you know, that area down there is, I mean, there's, there's a lot of war with knuckleheads and um, with the distillery and everything that's going on. It almost seems like you know, the Hey Hey Club was made for being somewhere like that because all mm-hmm. of these places have been kind of reincarnated. Lots of Kansas City places like that have been phoenixes that have risen up. And how, how does that play into it? Kind of the reignition of the Hey Hey Club being where it's at, the entire vibe of being in the distillery. Kind of talk to that a little bit.
2: Yeah, so I think um, the location is, is super unique. Um I don't think there's another distillery that I know of that has a really cool cocktail bar, jazz bar in the basement. (laughs) And I think what's really special about Jay Rieger as a company um, is the commitment to history and commitment to restoring and not just making something new and cool because it's new and cool, but really, you know, breathing life into a space, into an idea that's existed in the past that is still really awesome that we just, um, you know, got lost over time. So, I think it's a really awesome feature of Jay Rieger um, and being a part of Jay Rieger is really awesome. And they've done a really great job at, you know, breathing life into the Hey Hey Club as a
1: whole. And I think that's the other part of this too, is that at the end of the day, no matter who opens up a club, especially with, with the name of the club and the reincarnation of it, what, how do you view the timeline and legacy of the Kansas City Jazz lexicon in its entirety with you being around, how do you find yourself fitting within that? What's kind of the aim and goal ultimately of the club with the knowledge of knowing that you're in one of the cradles of jazz?
2: I mean, the idea of the Hey Club and opening it back up in that way, we obviously can't jazz is a huge part of Kansas city and Kansas city history and goes hand in hand with the distilling and prohibition era I think, you know, when prohibition happened, it kind of made all the jazz clubs die out too, or shortly after. So it really just made sense to me with, you know, bringing the distillery back to bring back, you know, one of those old school speakeasy type places. When it comes to what our goal is at the end of the day, I think, you know, we want to be able to provide that elevated experience um, to our guests that come into the distillery. Um, provide something different that they definitely wouldn't expect to find in this part of town. We want to surprise people. Um, We want to be approachable, um, but also new and exciting. So it's kind of wrapping up all that stuff in together and being a part of like Kansas city jazz history. uh, We obviously value that like a ton and want to pay as much respect to it as we can. And I think the best way for us to do that right now is to bring back in the jazz that we have today and make it continue to create a place for jazz in Kansas City.
1: One of the main components of this is the audience. And how has that reception been? How have the crowds been? What's been the general feedback, kind of the the living life vitality of of the club as we speak now?
2: Yeah, everyone that comes down on Thursdays um, has a great time. Uh, I've only heard awesome things um we try to get a little bit of a variety of acts within the jazz genre um so it's fun to see you know the different acts that come down bring a little bit of different people in every time and hopefully those people come back every week to see the exciting new faces we have coming in so audience reception's been awesome so far
1: so I'm curious with the actual building as a distillery. Talk to me a little bit about the history, how long it's been there, and how it fits within the lore of bringing the, the old Hay Hay back from the 18 and Fine District.
2: Yeah, so this building was originally built um, for the Heim Brewery, which was a brewery back um, pre-Prohibition. This was their bottling plant. So, upstairs, you'll see the beautiful hardwood floors. These are the original hardwood floors built in 1899. So, I mean, just a gorgeous building. You know, as you came down, built parallel with the railroad tracks because they used to load the barrels of beer onto the railroad straight out the front door. (laughs) Mm. Um, And then when Ryan and Andy uh, decided on this building, um, I think they wanted to bring in that cocktail bar experience. And it's to my belief that Ryan had the Hey, Hey Club sign from the movie Kansas City that came out in 1996 by Robert Altman. Um, so we've got, you know, such Kansas City history running through already. Why not bring back a great jazz bar when we have the perfect sign for it?
1: <laughs> you know, right now it's open, you know, the apps are coming in. What What's the hope? What's the plan? As we move into this year that is becoming post-pandemic, and as mm-hmm. the future opens up, what are the plans for the Hey Hey Club?
2: Um obviously we want to keep growing. We're currently open um Wednesday through Saturday. I don't have a specific goal for the end of this year, but long term goal I would love to see it open more days of the week. I'd love to see music in there more than just one day of the week. Yeah, my goals are just to get as many people in here to see it and experience it as they can. Um because once you come down it's you're really blown away. So I think the more people we can get, um, down here, it's just, you know, it is a little bit off the beaten path, but once you get down here, you realize how special it is.
1: So let's dig in a little bit is, is you lead the March here with the Hey Hey club. How did you get into this this realm of, of running the club and getting (laughs) into jazz just in general? How did this happen for you?
2: So I moved to Kansas city a little over three years ago, um, I was doing, you know, a traveling job, uh, really didn't know where I was heading in life. So I'd always been involved in the hospitality industry, at least at part time at any point of my life. So I figured I'd better, you know, meet some friends, get a part time job at a restaurant or bar and see where that takes me. Um, so I started here at Jay Rieger in the Monogram Lounge upstairs as a server, just a part time server pre-pandemic, three weeks before everything shut down. Um, so, once everything did shut down, they offered me you know, oh, come, help us make sanitizer, like we wanna keep everyone employed. I thought that was really special. You know, I'd only been working here for a handful of weeks, and they you know they care about me, they wanna make sure you know livelihood's being fulfilled, so help them make sanitizer throughout the pandemic, um, help them reopen the monogram lounge once uh we could. And then we started doing a supper club in the Hey Hey Club. And uh, our beverage director, uh, Andrew Olson, and Derek Branham asked me to come down and work in the Hey Hey Club as a server, which I said, heck yeah. Um, Then I really kind of took on the leadership of that room after about a year or so and was offered the role of management, um, general manager of the Hey Hey Club. So I love it. I'm really passionate about the space and everything that it could hold, and it's really been a labor of love, and I feel like the Hey Hey Club and I have kind of grown up together at this point, so I would love to just see it keep growing.
1: <laughs> right on. You know, and the one thing, too, is being somebody that's relatively new to Kansas City and, and being in a, a club that really is. I mean you get to see a really good side of Kansas City with mm-hmm. entertainment and the and the interaction with people. What do you like the best about Kansas City? What's what's the most surprising thing and what is one of your favorite things about being here in Kansas City?
2: It takes up geographically there's it's a large city but it feels small, you know? I know like someone every restaurant I walk into, everyone kind of has this familial feeling to them. Um as a city it's still really young and there's like so much potential. It's getting ready to be unlocked. I feel like Kansas City really feels like it's on the verge of something great. And I think that that lends itself to an energy in the people, energy in the in the city itself and I really love that about Kansas City. Um,
1: where are you from originally?
2: Um I'm from a small town in Kansas uh, just south of Emporia. So I'm not, I was never too far from Kansas City, but I also never pictured myself living here. I always thought I would move to Chicago or California, but um, I'm glad that, you know, life led me to Kansas City instead because um, I didn't appreciate all the awesome little things about Kansas City growing up.
1: So let's say in some fantastical dream sequence, you were to be able to walk into the Hey Hey Club and see a reincarnation of anything in the annals that happened off 18 and Vine, from Bird to Basie, whoever it is. Who would be a dream jazz show you would love to catch down there?
2: Oh, man, that is a really great question. Uh, I feel like it's almost impossible. I, I would just love to see, you know, maybe someone that isn't, you know, known in the history books, like, what what who were the smaller acts who are the up-and-comers you know i think i would love to see something that wasn't you know super famous i would i would want to see what like kind of the everyday like who's trying to make it out here kind of vibe you know
1: yeah that's interesting you know i always remember those stories that that are uh, doled out about kansas city where during the middle of the day you would just hear music coming out of every single place and yeah. planes and there was action going on all over the place. So yeah, that's uh yeah. So let me ask you this. If anyone out there wants to make reservations, they want to get a schedule of what's going on, they want to learn more about the club. Anything related to what you're doing at the Hey Hey Club here in twenty twenty three, where should they go? How should they do it?
2: Um a couple places I would point you um would be our website. It is uh dot com slash hey hey club. Um that has our hours. You can make a reservation from there. You can see our menu and then it has our upcoming uh shows for the next month or so we update it regularly. Um and I would also recommend following our Instagram, uh the Hey Hey Club. So that. We'll have more daily stuff, um, less big announcements, but more of our daily stuff. Any special events that we do, um, we always try to incorporate music in those as well. Um, and that will all be on our Instagram um, where we have links for reservations there as well.
1: Excellent. Josie, this has been wonderful. Thank you for opening up, taking some time out. Again, it's a wonderful club. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting down there more. So thank you for taking time out today. Yeah, I appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much, Josie. Been awesome.
0: Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest clubs in New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Josie for talking about this brand new club that's on its way. If you want to hear more interviews, you can find Neon Jazz archived interviews at YouTube. Subscribe to us there. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Everything Neon Jazz is found at the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends.
1: Beyond jazz.